You know, the world right now is a really unsettled place. And for such a time as this, women play a most important role in history as peacemakers. The goal of Ladies of Liberty Sound Off is to affect the lives of women in an empowering way through discussion of important issues of the day. So, are you ready? The Ladies of Liberty are ready to sound off. Okay, ladies, I have to confess something. I feel old, and I'm not old enough to feel old, but I can tell you the very thing that is causing me to feel this way. I firmly believe it is as a result of this time period that we have been living in that has kept us cooped up in home, masked up, covered up, unsocial, sit on the couch, watch TV. I, I'm, I have become, <laughs> this is true confessions. I have become fat and lazy and I'm not happy about it. <laughs> so I am deciding that this, like right now is the time that I'm making a change because here's one of the things that bothers me the most about this is that I'm, I'm really not that old, but I feel because I've been sitting too much. I've dramatically been sitting too much over the past two years. I've been eating too much and I haven't been out seeing people. All of those things are normal things that we used to do all the time. We haven't been doing that for a couple of years in general, because we haven't been able to, haven't been allowed to. And they're kind of the fundamentals and basics of life. Being social is as necessary as eating and sleeping and taking care of yourself. Your mental well-being is equally as important as your physical well-being. Now, my job keeps me at home, and I've been doing voiceover work for 14 years. So this career has really put me in an unsocial situation to begin with, which has been okay. Add a pandemic on top of it, and it's made it exponentially worse and more solitary, more confined. And it's, I really, I liken my life sometimes to being like in a assisted living facility. It's just me and it's the dog and my dog is my therapy dog. And I don't know what I would do without you ladies. Seriously, Judy and Linda, some days I, I just don't know what I would do. This is, I look forward to when we can solve the world's problems and solve life's problems because it's using our brain energy and we have some really good ideas sometimes. And even when we disagree, that's excellent. But something has to change in my life. And I see it and I read about it where it's happening with many, many lives. And it's time. It's time to make some changes. You know, would that everybody would wake up like that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like me. <laughs> Am I alone on this or am I the only one? No, gonna... you're not at all. I um, It's interesting though, because 
Uh, COVID definitely impacted me in, in, in all those same ways, for sure. Uh, and what's interesting, though, is that I actually have enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is good. So the, the, um, I am, you know, I am super Nova social, right? I am super crazy. Uh, I'm always planning, um, events or, um, you know, get togethers or let's go out to dinner or, and I'm a big fly by the seat of my pants. I'll call you up. You know, like if you guys lived in the same town, I'd be like, Hey, you know, let's, you know, let's go out for a cocktail tonight, tonight, you know what I mean? Or, and, and I never get, um, you know, sad if you say you can't, I'm, I always come back and try again later, but, um, that I know for myself that I'm a, a, a very social being and that, uh, because I had such a, a tough childhood and my family kind of fell apart, I created my own family through with my friends. And so I do not, I don't have, um, a, um, how can I say, I don't want to say an attitude, but I absolutely do not sit around and wait for people to invite me anywhere. Um, I, I invite them, I create, and I don't care if my house is clean or not. Right. I, you know, I don't care if my eyelashes are on or not. Right. Uh, they're not on today. Are they gals? But the the thing of it is, is that I I enjoy my friendships so much and they mean so much to me that, and I have a full understanding that it's up to me to nurture them. It's not necessarily up to, up to you. Uh, and, and, and understanding that I will always have good friendships. So well, you always will, Judy. I mean, both of you are just so so engaging and and so wonderful to work with on this show but also wonderful outside the show and and just the best of friends but as far as being lazy in the population um oh gosh i agree with you becky there that we have gotten lazy and i'm sure a lot of that is the the whole covid um shutdowns we were locked up that was a tragedy I just see that as an absolute tragedy, the way that this was handled because of misinformation, because of so much misinformation. But a lot of people are having terrible times recovering, getting kind of their their mojo back, right? Um, I, I know for us, we moved out of our offices and into our home to work. And that is something that is a whole new paradigm. Uh, for for me to do. Uh, and actually, I'm enjoying it a lot. I I kind of enjoy the solitude where I've enjoyed uh, the whole work atmosphere with, with always, you know, having an office full of people and things like that. But but now I really enjoy the solitude. So I don't I don't take that as being lazy, because I'm certainly not lazy. I, I, I work um, more than a full day every day. But I work differently. And I think that um, as we're making those changes, it it is it is something to think about because um, I don't get out and get 
do as much, you know, I'm not going out to lunch with people. I'm not, um, I, I'm socializing, but we, we have a big industry show um, in the next few days and I'm not going. And it's the first time in so many years that I haven't gone, but I'm not going for two reasons because the last several years and Judy, you were at the same show uh, as, as I was right when COVID started. In fact, we were with um, Steve Wozniak from Apple, Apple or Microsoft, Apple, Apple, um, Apple. Yep. Yeah. The, and he had one of the very first cases in the U S of COVID and um, didn't know it. They didn't even know what it was at that time. And, and so, so many people at that event that we were at got that first version of COVID, which was, you know, ended up being a very deadly version, right? Yeah. I did not get it. I think you did, Judy. Um, yeah, I got it. Yeah. yeah. So, so since that time, which I think that was, was it 2019, that one? Um, yeah. Since, since that time, you know, every show thereafter, a lot of people have gotten sick and, and I, I don't want to. So we have this new version of COVID out now that is rampant, rampant in China. And, you know, we are so behind the eight ball on taking care of that in this country. So behind because Joe Biden is talking about, you know, having people tested coming in from China. It's already here. It's we should over, have done Joe. that back in October. <laughs> yeah. Hey. This is way too late. It's, yeah. it's spreading like crazy in actually kind of in your area there, Becky, in the Northeast. Um, uh, it's kind of sp spreading like crazy. And the thing is that we don't know enough about it. So I don't want to go to a big giant event like that just, just now. Um, yep. And the last two times that I've traveled overseas, mm -hmm. um, I have gotten sick. So mm -hmm. You know, we we have all pulled back from our our everyday, like what we're used to, and we have a whole new reality, right? right. And you know, it it does tend to. I, I'm with you, Becky, where you said, you know, you've been eating more. I mean, we stopped <laughs> yeah. going out to eat during, when we were locked down. So what did we do? We decided to expand our cooking experiences, and boy, did we! You know, and that was wonderful. And um, unfortunately, it's just so wonderful. <laughs> it makes you gain weight. But, you know, lo lots of different changes in life that we have to adjust to, including in our schools where the teachers are not back in full force and our kids right. are not up to speed. And uh, so many issues from uh, the workforce hasn't come back. No, it can. It concerns me what you just said. I'm making a list here as you were talking and how much we have a new reality. After this much time, we have uh, churches that are low on attendance. We have just the shows that you mentioned. When companies have these large shows, attendance is low, which means business is slower still. 
the transportation of goods is still being held up and slower for lots of reasons, lots of reasons. Health clubs shut down, so people stayed home and ate and got heavier, which also means more health concerns. So doctor's offices saw fewer people because they didn't want to go into the doctor's office being afraid of actually getting COVID, being there for something else. There are all sorts of articles that I've read about people who had underlying conditions prior to the pandemic and didn't take care of themselves during these past two years because they were afraid to go into the doctor's office. Right. And they're still not back. And the whole point is things are still not back. And there's, it is a new reality that I'm not sure it should be. So things are not back to what I knew as normal mm-hmm. and this new normal is not acceptable. <laughs> I don't yeah. like it. I don't like it at all. And I and unfortunately, I don't have any idea what really is going to make the change. I don't I don't see the virus ever going away. It's something that I think we're going to have to live with, but the fact that it's ever changing is this just going to be the way things are going to be now and and people are going to socialize less, do things less, stay at home what do you, more. So- don't you think it's a choice though? So, so the, I, I don't, I don't think that we're ever going to go back to normal our our previous normal. I really don't. I, I think that I, I walk around and well, I walk outside and I see people with masks on outside and I, I ask myself what the heck, right. But it has changed us in in so many ways right it has made obviously made us all much more fearful um but i just think that so yeah i am i am lazier um i don't want to say that i you know i actually i i don't like that word lazy i want to say that i'm 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 quieter and i'm a lot more choosy about what i spend my time on and I think that that was a benefit that COVID gave me. Um, now, you know, I know that a lot of people use it as an excuse to not perform, not show up, to not engage, just to lay on the couch and be a couch potato or to not go work out or not uh, not eat, make the right choices. It is a great excuse that no one would right? That no one would blame you for blah, blah, blah. But in the end, we have to decide who we're going to be, regardless of our situation, regardless of COVID or no COVID, regardless of war or no war, regardless of all of the outside influences that, uh, that we have. I think that um, you know, for me, just like you guys, I, I had no filter on my mouth. I ate and drank everything and enjoyed it thoroughly. Okay. <laughs> I really enjoyed making dinner every night and then going and watching something on Netflix or Hulu or, um, or whatever with Brian. Uh, it was a comfort and a nesting and, um, I've, I have been at Mach 10 my whole life with my hair on fire my whole life. Right. Um, I've always worked really hard, played really hard. I remember, uh, when I got pregnant with Gabs back in 19, 
you know, 99, right? Um, Brian used to complain about, oh my gosh, who's coming over this weekend? Oh my gosh, where are we going? Right. We always, there's always something going on. Can't you just relax? And I just never felt like I wanted to miss out on anything. And, but when I got pregnant, I had, I actually didn't have day, morning sickness. I had night sickness. So my, my, you know, nausea and all of that came in the evening and I would just lay on the couch, you know, and, um, I remember, you know, Brian was real sympathetic for two whole days, right? <laughs> and then, even that's pretty long. I know. <laughs> be about two minutes in my house. <laughs> I know. I just remember laying there and I remember, you know, he's on the other couch. I'm on my couch, you know, and um, drinking soda water, you know, some San Pellegrino or whatever. And he goes, yeah, I remember him looking at me going, how long is this going to last? You know, like, are we ever going to do anything ever again? You know, <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Right. And you're the complainer. You complain that, that we have too much, but, um, and even now, you know, as we re-enter what I call the, you know, the, the, uh, we re-enter the non-COVID atmosphere, right? And yes, we do have new strains out, out there happening, but, um, we have to figure out how to function, uh, regardless of it. We have to be able to engage and reach out and live our lives healthy. Don't miss an episode of the Ladies of Liberty Sound Off. Subscribe to the podcast. And for the latest news and inspiration, join us back at AmericaOutloud.com. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day. Yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. All right, you've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the povidone iodine-based nasal spray, Cofix RX. They talk about it because it's a product that actually works in combating colds, flus, and coronaviruses. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. It's simple. By attacking viruses where they incubate, you make it easier for your body to heal. Check out the Cofix RX banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and save 20%. By using promo code OUTLOUD. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. We're back with Ladies of Liberty Sound Off. I'm here with Becky Colminan, 
a voice talent and you can hear her beautiful voice right here on this show. Um, and I am here with Judy Moran, the Vice President of Client Relations at the 12 week year. And I'm Linda Martinelli and I am a business owner. I hail from Texas, Judy's in Arizona, Becky is in Michigan. So we're all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Judy, what you were saying about kind of what you want to be now, what how you want to make your change and what you want to be, because we've all changed through this crazy pandemic. Um, I, I was up all night last night reading a book. Um, and one of the interesting things in that book really struck me about the 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 uh, hero of the book is a lady who is in the CIA who is actually an assassin, and uh, she she has somebody after her. So the CIA sent her to a small town called Sinful, and it's a very very small town with just a few hundred people. And she, so she is in hiding with a cover that she's somebody else until they can catch the, that, that somebody's trying to assassinate her, one of the bad guys. So, so until they can catch him, she's in hiding. Um, but while she's in that town, she makes friends with some older ladies who are um, crazy fun and, she kind of, you know, falls into a relationship with the head of the, uh, you know, two man police department, three man police department. And she's now she's questioning everything. Like her whole life was being an assassin and she loved it and she did her job very well. She was like one of the best, but now she has people that she cares about where, where when you're an assassin, the whole thing is not to care about anybody there. It's, it's, it doesn't have to do with um, your personal relationships. And now she has personal relationships. And now when they want to pull her out of this situation, which is not yet in my reading, she has to decide does she want to stay with a whole new life of where she actually cares about people where people actually care about her? Or does she want to go back to being that anonymous person with no relationships? And it it kind of reminds me of what you said. It's, it's obviously it's fiction, but But, it is, we all have to decide now what we want out of this. And there were some good things that have come out. Um, I realize I really like being home with my husband in the daytime. Um, of course, sometimes it's annoying, but most times um, I really, I just enjoy that, that we are accessible to each other and the work still gets done. So everything still happens as it should, but in a different way. And we've decided to stay with that paradigm in our lives we could have decided to go back to the offices and, you know, be separate all day, but, but this is working. And I think a lot of people are in the same uh, scenario and Becky with, with people that, you know, with working out or changing your eating habits. I mean, that's something that, that we also all have to think about that we're going to, you know, make, make those changes as well. Probably actually easier to do from home than if you're out working but but yeah this is a time of really thinking about where do you want your life to go and 
making making those changes. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm actually, if I may share and be very candid, I I've been planning something. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. Um mainly because you know in life sometimes when you reach a point where something becomes not the way you want it to be or uncomfortable, painful or not good. Yeah. You reach a point where you're like I've had enough. That's it. I need to make the change. It's not going to happen unless I take some steps to make the change. And along with eating better, sleeping better, taking care of myself, I'm mentally going to take care of myself and with the intention of enriching my life and hopefully others by inviting a group of women, professional women of faith to my home and asking them to bring a friend with the intention of being supportive of each other. It has just become impressed upon my heart lately that women need women. We need those friends. I want to come. Yeah, I want you to come. I want you both to come. You would be so important here. Um, it's so, it's so important that we support each other because God loved men, but they were not designed to be that person in our life. I really don't believe it. I believe that it is actually biblical that God gives us other women to be that support because we listen differently and we care differently, not saying men don't care, but we care differently. I think you know what I mean. And, and we need more of that as we age, we need it more, more stuff happens in life and we need to share and we need to understand. We need to be heard first of all. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you in a group of women, you will be heard in a group of men. You will not just saying, (laughs) you know, And it's important that we're there for each other. If it's just listening, if it's, you know what? I know somebody who knows somebody and whether that's a networking thing that can happen, that can happen wonderfully. But, but the fact that we're together and the common thing is we're supporting each other. And, and the biggest thing is it is a no judgment house, right? You can show up in your pajamas. You can show up, no makeup. I want yeah. people to show up in slippers and be comfortable. Mikasa es su casa. I want people yes. to feel comfortable here so they'll share and know yeah. that they will be heard. And so that is my intention. And I have a list of people that I know and people that I know through other people. Mm-hmm. And I have everything from a news broadcaster to a small business owner of a restaurant to somebody who has kids that own a jewelry store and just, you know what I mean? The fingers can go out and out and out. Mm-hmm. And I'm really hoping um, something that I've been praying about for a while. I'm really hoping that it, I'm looking to do this in March and mm-hmm. really and have it happen. It's important. I, it. I can't wait to hear, um, you know, how it goes. And um, if you, you know, I, I would just, Maybe I'll I'll peek in via Zoom or something. You can throw me in there. Well, that, I would love 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 that. Or maybe this summer I can scooch over. But 
You know, I'm I'm really proud of you, Becky, uh, for for doing this. For uh, instead of sitting there and and saying, "Poor, poor, pitiful me," do you know what I mean? My two best friends are in Texas and Arizona, right? And what am I gonna do, right? I don't, I don't, you know, I need, I know that I need friends, and rather than just sitting home and whining about it, you are reaching out to your community and you are creating that, um, that force, you are creating that friendship and, and you're going to be the catalyst for it. And I think it's awesome. I really do. We, um, so, you know, everybody knows we just moved here a year ago and we didn't know a soul and we just started walking our neighborhood. We just started walking every morning and saying, hello, and stopping and meeting people. Um, and then from there, we invited them over. Okay. Uh, and then from there, this past Christmas, we had, I, I created a progressive party where we started at, you know, three, we did three houses in the neighborhood. So two of the houses hosted cocktails and appetizers. And the last house, mine, uh, was dessert and after dinner drinks. And we probably had about 20 people and it was a blast. We had so much crazy fun and met and everybody got along. Everybody enjoyed it. And, you know, at, at the end, um, I, so many people were saying, I cannot believe I've lived here for 30 years and you guys have been here for, you know, less than a year at this point. And you've gotten us all together. This has never happened. We never did this. And now everybody, other people are planning, you know, little, little soirees or little get togethers. Um, I met the most amazing woman. She does yoga in your home. And so she's coming to do yoga with me now. And, and, you know, she's just a jewel and, my neighbor and I are doing dry January, clean eating January together. And um, we're new friends, but I know that I knew that I needed that. And they knew that they needed it, but they didn't do it, right? They didn't do it. They didn't invite anybody over. They didn't reach out. They didn't stop, right? To talk yeah, to somebody. It always takes that one person to, to make the effort. And we, we have a group um, where I am of women um, that it, so we are in a ranching community. And so it is uh, the, our community initials, you know, that, that we have, and uh, it is the women of our ranching community and we get together. Well, we were getting together more often, almost like once a month, but actually it's once a quarter now um where we we all get together and a lot of us go and we all just kind of potluck it and bring things and mm-hmm. i i just love i love every one of them and when i first was going to go i'm not the big socialite so when i first was going to go to the first one i was a little bit nervous i didn't know anybody and i i just was so at home and have been ever since. And I, I just, I mm. love that whole atmosphere. Becky, I'm curious with you, how did you pick the people? How did, how are you 
going to invite them by email or how, how do you know these, the people that you're inviting to this? Good question. The people that I have on my list at the moment, and I probably just have a dozen right now, I have interacted with, I'm looking at the list right now, with actually with every single one in person at one time or other in my life. And I am friends with them through Facebook. So I'm, I can keep current with what they're doing on Facebook. Um, I know these women are all professional women. Many of them have their own business. Um, many, I would say almost every single one of these women are women of faith, um, strong women. And I know they know people and they have lots of friends. So these are good people to invite because they have lots of friends and they can bring their friends also. Yeah. Does that make yeah. sense? Yes. Yeah. And what, what we do is, is we meet at different women's house, which you might get right. to with your group. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. So, so we meet at different. And one of the women, I, I had no idea she lives right up the street and I had no idea that she lives on like 300 acres and has yeah. a whole ton of longhorn bulls on her property. Cause I can't see them from the street. Her home we got to tour was the place where they took soldiers from world war one or two who had been exposed to mustard gas Wow! and, and it was a kind of a hospital and now it's her home. It's gorgeous. Wow. It, it's fascinating what you find out in your own communities. Oh, absolutely. And you, you mentioned that your group has a name. It's an acronym. It, uh -huh. And I've been trying to come up with some acronyms. And the one that that I've landed on, just for now anyway, is LASS, L-A-S-S. -S. That's fun. Ladies, aging, strong, and smart. Love I it. love that. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Oh, um, I, I, I love what you're doing. The, I mean, you're going to have so much fun and, and have wine and hors d'oeuvres oh, and everybody will show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and so, you know, with having just mentioned the whole food and lazy thing. I mean, that involves wine and Cheetos somehow, oh, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I like the potluck Cheetos. idea. <laughs> yeah. I like the potluck yeah, we idea. All, yes, that's, that's totally fun. Well, the the other thing that I've done with that is not through that group, but I invited the same ladies, but, yeah. but it's not an official meeting of those ladies is um, I did a um, one hope wine party. And one hope, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but they, um, that somebody will come to your house and they bring the wines. It's a wine tasting. So, yeah. um, and then the, when people buy the wines, the, a portion of the money goes to whatever charity I want it to go to. And I always pick tunnels to towers yeah. and, um, you know, I get a few hundred dollars each time for tunnels That's to towers, so which is wonderful. So the the same ladies that are in that group um the ones that i i really relate to i i invite to the wine tastings and cool. that's just a whole nother fun thing mm -hmm. and then the last one what happened is some of the ladies were still hanging out hanging out you know past when my husband wanted to cook dinner so <laughs> cook dinner for everybody that was so there great. and they just they had an absolute ball because they got a whole yeah. dinner thrown in so oh, one thing great. leads to another. You're going to mm -hmm. just have so many fun experiences and I'm going to have fun 
talking about them on the show. I know. I can't not, wait to hear. I'm really trying not to have expectations because I know that can get in the way sometimes. And I believe just my goal will keep the expectations out because my heart is in the place where I really want to give to these women. So, and I'll get in return just by their presence, but I want yeah. to make it a safe place to be comfortable and to share, share ideas, share thoughts. Yeah. Um, and that's, I'm, I'm really okay. looking forward to it. I, that's exciting. I, I, kudos to you. Thank yeah. you. I can tell you one of the greatest pathophysiologic drivers for tiredness and fatigue during the day is poor quality sleep at night. People always focus on how long they slept, but they never think about the quality. And to improve the quality, there's a terrific product. That's the Healthy Cell REM Sleep Supplement. And what I tell friends and family and patients is take it every night consistently. Uh, it comes in a, continue, a, a convenient bioabsorbable gel pack. Uh, take it right before you go to bed. Take the gel pack, brush your teeth, go to bed. Its effects are nearly instantaneous and patients get a well-rested sleep continuously, day after day, week after week, month after month, and then that daytime tiredness and fatigue melts away when there's a greater restful sleep the night before. So give it a try. Go to uh, HealthyCell.com and in the promotional code, type in out loud for 20% off your order. Let's get real, let's get loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. America Out Loud beats to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, you're troubled, confused, glad, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. We are America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Girls, here we are again with the same subject that really just sets my hair ablaze. I couldn't believe I read this. And the uh, the headline is federal judge upholds West Virginia save women's sports law, barring trans athletes from girls sports team. 
Yay! <laughs> I'm just gonna, you know, I've decided I'm I don't need to be so quiet as the majority seems to be regarding this issue. And relating the whole age thing, it's like I'm learning that with age, I can be louder. I can be more body. I can be yeah. I can express myself. Body, more. I like and, that word. And this is just really setting me off because because to me, it's just a no-brainer. So you have an all-girls swim team or even basketball team or track. And you have a male who wants to or thinks he is female wanting to join the girls' team and compete with and or against the, the women and and who's who's not being able to see this who is not being able to see the physicality between the male and the female and the differences that male body could be called jane doe but it is a male body and there's no escaping the fact that it is a male body built so completely differently than the female and how in the world can you call that equal leverage, same playing field, no difference. It deprives girls who are impassioned about their sports. It deprives them. It takes away from their enjoyment, at the very least, their enjoyment of competitive sports. It's not fair overall. It's just not fair to young women or older women to be competing against a male in an all female sport because we're made differently. And I want to just shout that from the rooftop. We're made differently. And it, it, there's no way that that can be fair. And it's, you know, young women and women in general have worked so hard over decades and decades just to be able to have female sports. Well, and now, right. And now, so I mean, it affects their future. Um, when, when women, so you take the, the uh, university of Pennsylvania swimmer, Leah Thomas. Okay. Um, who competed and stole the title from, uh, I believe it was Riley Gaines. Okay. Who she was up for scholarships. She was up for all around, um, you know, top athlete in the U S she was, it's, it, 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 it steals, it stole, um, the whole thing stole her future. Right. So if she, it's not just about winning or losing a, a match or winning or losing a game or, you know, um, it, it, it's about their future and the scholarships that they have worked their whole you know, middle school and high school career to attain. And, uh, and, and she was about to be awarded with these scholarships and, and, you know, this, this swimmer, Leah Thomas completely ripped it away from her and it's not fair. It isn't, is not fair, especially when you look at Leah Thomas and she was competing as a male the year before. So this is ridiculous. I don't, I, I want to, um, 
I, I'd like to have a conversation with someone who has chosen to be transgender and thinks that it is their right to compete uh, in sports with the biological, you know, the sex of of the of the the the, the opposite of the biological sex that they actually are. I just uh, I don't see why it's so, why is it so important for them to be able to do this? Do you, it, is it supposed to um, make them feel more included or more validated yes. as a, uh, if they're male biologically and they choose to be female, um, it, it, is it supposed to validate them uh, and their choice? I don't, so why is that more important than someone who has worked their whole life, right? Well, he he worked his whole life as well. Leah Leah Thomas, he she, I, whatever you'd like yeah. to say, but he on the men's teams he wasn't competitive, no. and so he changed. But that, but you know, I also disagree totally that they should be able to to play in women's sports because their bodies are made differently. Men's, men's muscles are uh, different than women's muscles. Men's uh, strengths are different. Their anatomy is different. And, and I don't think that it should be allowed. And, you know, that brings up a whole another issue besides the sports, which um, we're getting some rulings on, but you know, you can go to one state and get one kind of ruling and go to another state and get another kind of ruling, which boggles my mind because it's one way or the other. Why is it two different ways? I don't understand. Same thing with the restrooms. There was a ruling just recently uh, in, in a school about uh, first the school changed everything and made all the restrooms unisex. So everybody can go in everybody's restroom and um, the the parents sued and it was changed and you have to go in the restroom now um, with, of, of what you biologically were born. So if you were born as a boy, that's the restroom you're going to go in. And that's what I agree with. And I think that it should be that way. Honestly, I, as an adult woman am uncomfortable when I go in a restaurant and it's got a, a unisex bathroom and anybody can come in. I am very uncomfortable with that. I can't imagine being a child and um, of course, what they're trying to do is make this the new normal for the children. So, you know, because children are much more um, accepting than we are as adults, we, we get more rigid the older that we get. But uh, I don't agree with it. And I, boys are boys and girls are girls. And that's how it should be. Well, here's the other thing that ties right in with that. What is the actual percentage of trans that are making these things happen? It's, oh, it's, it's it is school. It's yes, it's far so, less than a half a percent. So, girls, how is this? How is it happening? How has this gotten well, so far? It's crazy because when um, when they announced that at the University of Pennsylvania that Leah Thompson would be uh, on the women's team, the swimming team, they announced it, and then they had counselors on site to counsel you if you had a problem with it. And they, they were counselors that 
their sole purpose was to convince you that you were homophobic and trans, whatever you want to call it, that uh, to shame you into, um, you know, going along with it. They, it was not, you know, they, they did not want to have a discussion with you uh, if you had any different views than allowing transgender athletes to participate in the, the Can you smell my hair burning. Sure. My hair's on fire. Mm-hmm. It just really, really bothers right. me that such a tiny, tiny percentage has made such a loud noise and changing rules and policies do mm-hmm. not be the norm anymore and accept something that isn't, I'll say it, well, isn't right. right. But it's the same for so many things. It's the same for um, no bail, right? Right. How many people in the country do you think agree with no bail? It's it's a huge percentage that wants to have bail, wants to keep people behind bars, but but they go for the smaller percentage. And they've done this on uh, the whole LGBTQ community. They've done this on you know Black Lives Matter. They've they've done this Mm -hmm. on everything where they can intimidate the bully you the bully them bully bully the public by calling them names so the name that they have for people like you becky (laughs) (laughs) you're a turf a turf which stands for trans exclusionary radical feminists that's what they call us so Somebody like Martina Navratilova, the tennis player, right? The famous tennis player who uh, is gay and yeah. and she played and she's been a champion of liberal causes, a champion of, of gay causes. She disagrees with trans uh, being able to play on women's teams. And what she says is, so I'm a turf. Okay, that's the way you want to go. I played against taller women, I played against stronger women, and I beat them all. But if I faced the male equivalent of Leah in tennis, that's biology. I would have had no shot and I would have been livid. And she's absolutely right. So right. why why do we cater to yes. the minuscule percentage yes. instead of what is best for the majority? Right. So and why? why do we all sit down for it? Why do we all mm-hmm. just just say, oh, well, you know, I don't want to be called a name, so I'm just going right. to accept this. They must be right. right. No, they're not right. So we need to do something. I mean, and, and are we not, not doing it because we're afraid that we're going to be ostracized and we're going to be called a name or we're going to get bullied if we don't ever stand up for what is right? Right. right. Then life is going to change rapidly, not in the way that it should Mm-hmm. And Bruce, even Bruce Jenner, mm-hmm. yes, said mm-hmm. the same thing. He said the same thing. He agrees, yes. right? Yeah. Or so, so there, there are two prominent names, two incredibly prominent names from very well-respected athletes, and that's not enough. Even that's no. not enough to have somebody go, "Oh, you know what? They're really they're right." Look, they're even even within that genre, they're right. saying it not right but it's not stopping things and it's it's not it's not right well you just have to go state by state neighborhood by neighborhood school by school you know and and fight against it 
and speak out against it and be brave. But, to but Judy, that- it, it, to me, it's it's beyond that because the the crux of this it goes back to I think how we vote. So oh, yeah, in your school boards, you mm-hmm. have to vote for people who will not vote for this, right. and you have to actually vote because less than three percent of the population for these kooky people. Like well, why because did- people don't pay attention to school board elections? No. So they go, oh well, you know this this guy has a nice name, or you know mm-hmm. they they don't right. pay attention to what their right. their agenda is, and that's what's so important. And I think that that was a win with COVID, where parents started paying attention. Mm-hmm. But we have a long way to go. We but do. the same thing goes with um, our district attorneys, which are so so important, and and with those people who pick and put in place our judges, because as I said, you have one state and I think you were talking about Virginia there, Becky Mm -hmm. said, okay, you can't do this, but you go to another state and they say, Oh yeah, we'll go to California. Oh yeah. You can have, you can have transgenders and everything. This is equity. This is fair. And how is it that that you get two completely different judicial opinions on this? This this is where the problem lies because we can complain all we want, but when somebody takes it to court and a judge says, "Nope, you can do it," then we are absolutely kind of dead in the water. Can't they appeal it? Can it go to the new to the Supreme Court? Sure. First, it's going to go to an appeals court, and then you have a you know the Ninth Circuit or the Eleventh Circuit or whatever right. circuit it goes to, which mm-hmm. um, some are far more liberal than others, but the ninth circuit overturns more rulings than any other court. And that's in California, but um, yes, that, and then I go to the Supreme court, but you got, it takes years to get it there. I really appreciated what they, what was stated in West Virginia's courts. This article states the court found that West Virginia's definition of biological sex uh, for school sports is, quote, substantially related to its important interest in providing equal athletic opportunities. Mm-hmm. Right. What was fe- their defini- de- definition of biological sex? Was it just what, how you were born? Yes. Okay. Yes. But, okay. The, the, but the important part here was for them providing equal athletic opportunities. Because as you stated earlier, Judy, this isn't just right. about... Well, I played baseball in high school or I played basketball right. or I in high school. There are young athletes that can turn this into lifelong, you know, yeah. careers. Right. Um, and not only what it does to the self-esteem right. of those on the team when oh. there's no way that they can compete right. against. It's just, it, it is one of those literal Mm-hmm. Black and, and white. That why should the transgender athlete be allowed to be in the in the locker room with the girls too? I don't because you know it does. It comes down to socially, and this is generalizing completely. But the world just wants to change, and the world wants right. to do away with the standards and the norms, so that and this goes right back to the beginning of life itself. We want to do what we want to do when we want to do it. Right. We want, it's all about me. It's mm-hmm. not about the betterment of our children. No, it's, it's about me and what we want. And 
again, this sounds like I'm preaching, but it's like, it is our sinful nature. We want what we want when we want it. I think it diminishes the family. And I think um, it it diminishes um, actually religion. It diminishes just, just everything that, that we, we know and common sense. Let's just sit here. Just common (laughs) sense. You are born with one set of plumbing or the other period. Are there aberrations? Of course there are. There are aberrations in nature all the time. It is minuscule. It is a minuscule amount. We right. we are celebrating this whole trans thing as though half the population is trans and people are making decisions for their children that are detrimental to their right. future. It, th- this is a horrible place to be. I mean, we could really talk about this a lot longer because there's a lot to say, but congratulations to... Uh, Virginia and to the judge that made uh, a correct decision and uh, God willing more judges will step up and do the same for America and for women. Well ladies, that's a wrap. One more step for womankind. 